praise the Lord. This is Bishop Lambert W. Gates Sr. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy the message and that it both inspires and challenges you to advance the kingdom of God. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. This is part two message I began last week entitled, I have given it into thine hand. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word for we are the hearers and by faith the doers on today. Um, We talked to you last week, we didn't really delve deeply into the text proper, but we did speak to you last Sunday morning uh, about the implications that arise from this text. And we were speaking about uh, identification, really. That's where we sort of uh, uh, ran down a particular trek, and I believe the Lord wanted me there because we were endeavoring to persuade all of us to identify with the children of Israel. And we were saying that they, like us, were required to deal with the vicissitudes of life. We talked about how harrowing life can be, how difficult life can be. And sometimes when we stand as critics of others, we may mention to you how important it is that we insert ourselves into their shoes. As I have done so often, I also tried to eliminate in our minds the distance between us and the men and women of scriptural antiquity, reminding us that they were people just as we are people. You recall uh, in the last several Bible studies, we mentioned the prophet Elijah. We mentioned his prowess in prayer, his ability to, to pray down great things from God in accordance with the will of God. But one point that James, who intimates to us regarding Elijah, one thing he keeps in front of us is this fact that Elisha was of like passion. And what does that mean? He was human just like us. Now, uh, he said that so we can identify. He said that so we can understand that every person, personage who uh, is laid across the tapestry of the Holy Writ, they all were human beings, men and women just like us dealing with life's circumstances and situations just like us. And without exception, uh, so it was with Israel. We look at them and we look at the conundrum that they found themselves in. They were just people trying to get along, along and get along. Now, could they have been better? Of course they could. Was their situation due to their erroneous ways and days of faithlessness. Of course it was. They had to mature. And the only way 
to mature in life is to keep living. The only way to grow in life is, is to stay alive. You, you got to learn, my brothers and sisters, all of us have to learn how to just hang around, stay around. There's value in that. You know, <clears throat> when you give people that advice, sometimes you think you're being off-putting, you're being dismissive, or you're being uh, uh, minimizing what they're in, you know, because usually we, when we are in stuff, we don't like to hear that kind of advice. Most of us, when we get caught up in our situation and get caught up in our dilemma, we tend to do what some call hyperventilate. We get all upset and torn and contorted. And if we're honest sometimes, we, when we're going through, we, uh, we get mad when it looks like other people are not feeling what we're going through. You don't understand the depth of pain that I'm in. You don't understand the agony that I'm in. You don't understand the stress that I'm in. Now, you know, and, and, and sometimes when you're counseling pastorally, you're a little afraid sometimes to tell people, like, but I do understand. And not only do I understand what you're going through ain't nothing new. We like to feel it's new. It might be new to you. Amen. But you're not going through anything. Can I talk to somebody today? that nobody else has gone through. I've got family issues. Well, welcome to the club. I've got money problems. Well, welcome to the club of a lack of money. My car broke down. Some people get all upset about life. Everybody's car gonna break down sooner or later. Can I get a witness in here? I don't care if it's a bit that you drive it long enough. It'll put you down. If you don't put gas in the tank and then sometimes life is happening and we get all, all flexed and stretched, we run out of gas and, and, and we turn running out of gas into an attack of legions of demons. <clears throat> you know, legion did not attack you. You forgot to put gas in your car. <clears throat> no need you getting all uptight and upset and and all been out of shape. Satan, Satan has a way of magnifying things that are just life. Now, true enough, there are some things that operate under the demonic uh, inspiration. And, and it is true, praise God, that uh, 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 there are such things as satanic attack. But some things are, again, that phrase, the vicissitudes of life. The day-to-day -day occurrences now uh, is tough, yes, because all of humanity is impacted by sin and the world is impacted by sin. But some of these things are day-to-day -day existences and we must be careful that Satan doesn't get in and work the vicissitudes of life against us and cause us to become discouraged. You know, now one thing I'll say about Israel they should not have become discouraged. But while we uh, perhaps speak that judgmental word about them, you and I should also be mindful that we should not become discouraged. Can I get a witness in here? There is no temptation, Paul said, taken among you, but what? Such, can I get a witness in this house? As is what? Common to men. You are not tempted any more than anybody else is tempted. 
Your struggle is, is no special struggle. Everyone has struggles. Everyone must wrestle with their mind, with their thoughts. Everyone uh, from time to time has issues with self-esteem. And some of you, praise God, think that money will fix your self-esteem. No, it won't. <clears throat> you can be rich and have low self-esteem. I'll tell you this, you can be pretty and have low self-esteem. There may be some women who uh, perhaps will not win the Miss America pageant. What is beauty anyway? But, but they may not win the Miss America pageant, but they may have more self-esteem than the woman that's called Miss America. Because guess what? All of her esteem is caught up in looks. And let me tell everybody, I don't care how pretty you are, looks eventually will go in another direction. Can I get a witness? That's just life. Life, life, life puts wrinkles on your face. Crinkles under your eyes. I wish I could talk up in here. Life, life will dry your lips out. Gotta use chapstick more. I'm, I'm wiping more chapstick than I ever run. Life itself, physical conditions. I cannot talk to somebody. I don't care how, 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 how big young man that bush is upside your head. I don't care how many barbershops and, and beauticians you as a young man went to see. I don't care how many curls they put in your hair. You're going to wake up one morning. Hair ain't going to be as thick as it used to be. I need somebody to help me in here. You can, you can blacken it all you want like I did. But then after a while, you're going to run out of hair to blacken. Life, life. Ain't no need getting upset. It's life. I need somebody to holler across the room and, and tell somebody, it's life, it's life, it's life. And you, you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. The commonality of life, the commonality of our struggle. And, and so esteem can be fleeting. Amen. If you don't get yourself together internally, when your body starts to break down and dissipate and goes the rest of the way of the rest of the earth, you will fall to pieces. But if you would let God get you fixed up on the inside, then whatever goes on on the outside, it will not discombobulate you, but you'll deal with it and you'll work with it. Israel had to learn that lesson. I need somebody to pray with me this morning. Israel had to understand and come to terms with it. And the whole odyssey that leads up to Joshua is Israel walking around in a circle trying to figure out, amen, uh, their destiny. And while they were trying to figure it out, they, they did not come to terms with the fact that God had already pointed it out. God had already uh, elected to give them a pathway. Let me tell you something. When he brought them out, he knew where he was taking them. When he delivered them from Israel. Can I get a witness in here? God, I need everybody to just help a neighbor real quick uh, and let them hear you say it through the mask as you enunciate it in the atmosphere and tell them God did not bring you out without a plan. God did not save you without a plan. When he saved you, he already had a plan for your life. When he saved you, it already had a direction for your life. When he saved you, he had already charted 
the course for your life. And, and, and sometimes we, we waste time because we're dithering and, 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 and twisting and contorting. Uh, many times, I've said it on more than one occasion, what Israel's issue was, 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 was that uh, they, they wanted the promise, amen, without the challenge. They wanted the promise without the journey. They wanted the promise without the experience. Who am I talking to today? Amen. God promises us great things. And, and because he promises us great things, we just want him to snap his fingers and somehow transport us there. Let me tell everybody in this room, the walking with God, this ain't Star Trek. Mr. Scott is not there to beam you up and transport you from point A to point B. Matter of fact, the Lord told me to tell you, you got to walk out this thing. The just, I, I need somebody praying with me. The just shall live, what? By faith. And we transport by faith. We drive cars by faith. Somebody gonna get it in a second. We fly there in God by faith. No, we walk by faith. Step at a time, step at a time, one move at a time. Therein, Paul said, is the righteousness. He was talking about the gospel. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What did he say? For it is what? <coughs> Power of God. Where? Unto what? Salvation. Salvation. One day, one day you're going to understand that the gospel and salvation, they work in tandem together. And one day you and I will come to a fullness of understanding wherein we know uh, that salvation entails more than getting out of hell. Salvation entails more than simply uh, remaining a sinner and then being saved by God. Salvation, my brothers and sisters, entails the full import of what God has declared and decreed in eternity to take place over your life. I wish I had a few takers today who would accept it if I told you that God has more deliverance for you. I wish I had five people <clears throat> that would receive that word today. Who will receive it? Who will receive it? Who will believe it? Who will open their mouth and declare it? God has more deliverance for me. There are other things entailed in my salvation. There are other things that are ensconced and wrapped up in my deliverance. And I've got to hang around to get it. I've got to hang around to receive it. I've got to hang around for God to make it manifest in my life. I've got to hang around so that these things will come to fruition. Most people stop too soon. Most people quit too soon. Most people give up too soon. But Jesus said, he that endureth. I'm gonna preach to myself today. He that endureth what? Unto the end, the same shall be saved. I come to tell Cam this morning, I still want everything that God has for me. I want it all. I want it all. I'm going to say it another time. I want it all. 
I don't want half of it. I don't want three quarters of it. I don't want 99% of it. I want 100% of everything that God has decreed for me. And in order for me to get it, I've got to keep walking. In order for me to get it, I've got to keep believing God. In order for me to get it, I've got to keep trusting God. How much should I trust him? I must trust him with all my heart and refuse to lean to my own understanding. Even when my mind tells me that God will not do it, I speak back to my mind and I tell myself that God will yet bring it to pass. I wish I had five people that believe God on the day. I need you to tell everybody around you, he will yet bring it to pass. He will yet, come on, say it, East Sanctuary. Repeat it in your worship space. If you're alone, tell it to yourself. Sometimes you that have been worshiping in, in your home sanctuary, and you may be by yourself, you know what you need to do. Sometimes you need to bring a mirror to church. And when the preacher tells you to say something, pick up that mirror and talk to yourself. Don't let nobody tell you that you're crazy. David had to talk to himself. Didn't he do it when he was down? He said, why art thou cast down, O soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? He said, hope thou in God. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust. We sang that song back in the day. How long are you going to trust him? I'm going to trust him till I die. I'm going to trust him till life is over. I'm going to trust him and when, until this earthly sojourn comes to an end. I'm going to trust him. Amen. Until, until the very day I lay down and take my last breath. And even when I take my last breath, I'm going to breathe it out saying, God, I still trust you. I commit myself into your hands. I am persuaded that you are able. I wish I had me a plan, church. Our mind, our mind must get in that place. Amen. Where we understand that, that because the journey takes detours, it doesn't mean that there's not, praise God, a, a destiny on the end. We took detours. I told you about that on Friday. Amen. Going up to Juliet, coming back from Juliet. And I must confess to you that even with the na navigational system on, we went down roads I had never been down before. We took turns we had never took before. And I've been going to Chicago, I'm sure, for over 50 years, going back and forth, up and down that road, through Illinois, through Joliet. But we took pathways that we did not know. It was the unfamiliar terrain, but guess what? We still reached our destination it was a path praise God and maybe I'm talking to somebody today who am I talking to amen you might be in an unfamiliar place in your life you might be in an unfamiliar zone in your life you might be in environments that you've never been in before but God told me to tell you amen I am there with you I'm leading you I'm guiding you 
the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord even in that place of where it, things are not familiar he said I have established your pathway I have made your steps secure I'm trying to talk to somebody today who perhaps is a little nervous that that feels as if Things in my life are a little tenuous and stuff is slipping away, sliding through my fingers. I'm, I, I'm losing my pathway. I came today to persuade you that God said, I have not forsaken you. He was there with Israel. There with Israel. There with them in their journeys. There with them in 40 years of, of, of wandering. There with them. 40 years of drifting. Yes, he let them drift, but he never abandoned them. Yes, they lost their way, but he never abandoned them. Don't you sit up in this worship space and pretend as if you have never lost your way. Don't sit up in this worship space and pretend as if every day you woke up, you had a grip on everything and a handle on everything. Don't you dare sit in this worship space and never and act as if I've never had to wrestle with doubt and recrimination and with even condemnation. But the good news, even when you were struggling, God was still there. Even when you were battling, somebody help me preach that knows what I'm talking about. Call it out and tell somebody, he never left me alone. Never. 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 I need 20 people to drop it in both chat lines real close in just a moment. I need about 20 of you. Put it in the chat line. Put it in the YouTube stream. Put it in the Facebook stream. And right in that line, God has never left me alone write it write it write it write it with your fingers say it again from your mouth he never left me alone he is yet faithful that's what paul said he is yet faithful after he talked about us told us if we deny him he'll deny us amen but yet he turns around and says when we are faithless God is yet faithful. Oh, I, I come to tell somebody, he works with us in our doubt. He works with us in our unbelief. That man knew what he was talking about when he went to Jesus one time and said, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. And one way he helps us when we're unbelieving is that he remains faithful even when we're faithless, even when we deem, amen, that God will not do this thing God will yet do it because he has to keep his word and the Bible says that he cannot deny himself I wish I had some tickets here because the Lord told me to tell you that whatever God said about you he said I'm going to work it out because I can't deny myself when my word goes out it can't come back void when my word goes out I wish I had some tickets how many believe God today look at your neighbor and said if God said it it's got to happen if God said it it must come to pass if God said it 
it doesn't matter whether or not your life is scattered his word will go and pick up the scattered pieces his word will speak to the wind thank God that blew your life asunder that shattered your life and threw it about to the east and to the north and to the west and to the south God said if my word goes out my word is a part of me and I cannot deny myself when the season is right my word must step out from the void come in from the east come in from the north come in from the south come in from the west I'm trying to tell somebody that in spite of you God's gonna bless you in spite oh I need some help I need some help who can look in a neighbor point your finger in their direction you don't have to get in their face but look at them point your finger at them and say in spite of you God said I'm gonna bless you I know you dropped the ball I know you came up haphazard I saw you on your day of weakness oh I wish I could preach to somebody some of you all have been beaten down by Satan so much until you don't understand the fullness of the efficacy of the love of God God says I love you so much until I'm gonna love you up out of your mess I love you so much I'm gonna love you up out of that ditch I love you so much I'm gonna tell I'm gonna love you up out of that backslidden condition I love you so much oh I wish I had me a praying church you got to help me preach tell somebody he loved me too much to let me be lost he loves me too much oh to live in the wilderness I know that I'm already saved but look like I'm stuck somewhere in the wilderness but God told me to tell you I loved you so much until I will not allow you to remain in the wilderness forever sooner or later I'm gonna show up sooner or later I'm gonna promote a shift in your life sooner or later I'm gonna make all of those repetitions that you repeated over and over and over again in church I'm gonna bring it to pass how many times did you say my check is in the mail God told me to tell you sooner or later the check will arrive sooner or later I wish I had me a praying church I'm getting ready to close but I feel like talking to somebody I feel like telling somebody that fulfillment is in the atmosphere I feel like telling somebody I guess I'll sit down because it looked like I don't have any believers look like I don't have any receivers do I have any receivers in the house do I have any believers in the house is there anybody that came to church whether you're in the physical house or whether you're in the sanctuary is there anybody that showed up to church today because I still believe God for the impossible I wish I had me a praying church look at your neighbor and say I still believe him for the impossible I can't hear nobody say it you need to say it so I could hear it I said it to, to myself I said it to you but can I hear you say it to yourself I still believe him for the impossible oh 
wish I had me a praying church. Howl across the church and say, I'm still dreaming. Oh, I didn't hear you. Say, I'm still dreaming. Whisper your age. If you don't want nobody to know your age. But today, I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm 63 and I'm still dreaming. God ain't through with me yet. God is not through. God is not through. Let me hear you in the Zoom room. Can I see you open up your mouth in the Zoom room and just declare and decree? I'm not telling you to bless your neighbor right now. Sometimes you got to know how to bless yourself. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. To say it, you're afraid to say it. Huh? Did you not know when you quote that psalm, you're blessing yourself? Bless the Lord. You can't bless nobody else if you ain't blessed. Bless the Lord. I'm not hearing nobody talk to me. Bless the Lord. I'm not gonna leave you alone until you say it with some emotion, say it with some conviction. Bless the Lord. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. God, I want you to bless everything you put down inside of me. Bless every promise, bless every decree, bless every dream, bless every vision, bless everything you showed me. I'm getting ready to bring it all to pass. 
I'm going to piece it all together. I'm going to work in the little space of your life. I'm going to work in the trash bin that holds the waste of your life. The things that have been shrewd. The things that have been ripped into pieces. The dreams that have been shredded. The vision that somehow got lost. The Lord said, when I get through with you, you're going to sing a new song. And it's not going to be about just how I got saved. It's going to be a song about how I got over and how I made it. I wish I had a praying church today. Lean on and tell somebody, there's coming a day in this life. I'm not talking about heaven, but there's coming a day in this life when we're going to tell the story how we overcome. I feel like preaching to somebody at church today. I feel like preaching to somebody in the East Sanctuary. I feel like preaching to somebody in the physical house. I feel like preaching to somebody that's anywhere listening. The Lord told me to tell you I'm still working on your stuff. I'm still working on your vision. I'm still working on your imagination. I'm still piecing your life together. I've stepped back in your history. I've called your history to order. I've stepped into your present. I called your present together. I spoke over your future. I told your future to get ready to come together. He told me to tell you. I brought you out and I've kept you. I wish I had me a praying church. Point at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor, you may as well be happy. You may not have it all yet, but while you're waiting for it all, thank God for being a keeper. While you're waiting for it all, thank God for being a preserver. You're still in your right mind. I wish I had somebody that would take 10 seconds and praise God for being in my right mind. Look at somebody and say, hey neighbor, y'all ain't gonna help me. Say, hey neighbor, if you had been through what I've been through, you blame me by now, lost your mind. If you went through the hell that I had to go through, if you went through the hurt that I had to go through, if you went through the pain that I had to go through, by now, you may have lost your mind. See, but here I am. I still got my right mind. Just another day that the Lord has kept me. From all evil with my mind stayed on Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, Hey, neighbor. Some people think they're in the right mind, but they're still crazy. Say, How do you know that 
you're still in your right mind. Say, neighbor, this is how I know. I still got a mind to praise him. For listening to L.W. Gates Ministries. If you were blessed by this message, help us share the good news of Jesus Christ with people all over the world by sowing a gift in any amount to this ministry. Visit lwgatesministries.org to give your gift today. Thank you again for listening to L.W. Gates Ministries.